0: what radio the music you want with your host geese dan
1: hey there cutie pants <laughs> am i as studly as the statue of david or what radio
0: what.com what's up party people it's Keys dan with radio what.com dj coming to you live in a living color from the radio what studios and this is my podcast What makes you famous? It's an extension of the RadioWhat.com internet radio station that I've been running for quite some time. And if you need DJ services, where do you go? DJLittleRock.com. Check availability and get a free price quote. And maybe you could have me at your next events. You know I like to party with the people. I got the digital wheels of steel, have equipment, Will travel, mobile DJ, video dance parties, and karaoke jams are my specialty. Today on the program, I am so excited. I met this young lady uh, last year at the, uh, at the Com- uh, CosCon in, uh, in summertime last year. Her name is Laura, but uh, she's also known as Lala. And you get to have her in your ears and a little bit of her story in the next few minutes. So stick around for that, Laura, a.k.a. Lala. This week's shows, uh, see, as I record this, it's Wednesday. So tomorrow night, Thursday night, I'll be at the Old Post Barbecue in Russellville, Arkansas for the video dance party karaoke jam. Yeah, I said karaoke. You're the stars of the show. It's the family friendly show at the Old Post Barbecue in Russellville from 6 until 9 p.m. They got great barbecue, frosty beverages for the adults if you care to imbibe. Over 21, please. (laughs) But, you know, I keep the music family-friendly. So bring everybody. It's a great after-school treat. It's a great after-work treat. It's a great time for the whole family at the Old Post Barbecue from 6 until 9 in the p.m. Right there. Old Post Barbecue, Russellville, Arkansas. Be there. And then on Friday, 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 I get down on Friday. That's right. It's the party, my regular Friday night gig. At the Rab in Conway, Arkansas. That's from 8 p.m. until almost 2 in the am. Now, this one is an over 21 only. So, please, leave the kids at home. You know, hopefully with some supervision. If they're little, little kids. Come on. Come on. Be responsible, people. (laughs) They had a full bar. They got the the kitchen is open. There's pool tables. In fact, on Friday nights, they have a pool tournament. So, if you want to try to make some money on a Friday night, I encourage you to check out the pool tournament. At the Rab in Conway, Arkansas. Then on the party patio, they have foosball, shuffleboard, darts, giant Jenga game, giant checkers game. There's always something to do at the Rab in Conway, Arkansas while you're waiting to sing on stage. And you know the dance floor is open. The place is lit up. It's a club, I tell you. The Rab in Conway, Arkansas from 6, no, from 8 p.m. until almost 2 in the am. So join me. For the parties this weekend, Thursday at the Old Post Barbecue, Russellville, Arkansas, and Friday at the Rab. All right, I've talked your ear off enough. I've given all my shameless plugs. It's time to get into it with Laura. I mean, Lala, calling Lala now. This is Laura. Laura aka Lala? Yes,
1: that's
0: me. Hey, it's Keys Dan with the What Makes You Famous podcast. How are you feeling?
1: Hey. I'm doing great, how are you?
0: Oh, it's so good. You know, let's jump right into it cuz you are so many things and I know we don't have a lot of time to cover all those things, but I want to get into <laughs> it as much as possible. You you are the best follow on Instagram, on any social media cuz you're always so happy. So content. It, it always looks like you're happy to be alive. And I know a lot of people uh, on their social media, they they uh, uh, curate the best times, but uh, it seems like you genuinely are a happy person. Laura, <laughs> Lala. And I, I think I want to call you Lala because I like Lala. Go
1: for it. Yeah. Uh, it, is who, my, it is my persona, if
0: you will. <laughs> yes. Who is a Lala? Give the people an idea of who you are.
1: No, that's a tough one. Um, so a brief background on that. That is my mother calls me that. And it is what my closest friends call me that. And so when we were picking kind of our quote unquote cosplay names or stage names, it just kind of fit or someone was like, Well, why why don't you just go by Wawa? Like it fits so well with your personality. Uh, if you can't tell I was a cheerleader for a brief period in time. So. Yeah. I, uh, I definitely am kind of, that is something that people do tell me about me is that I am just kind of generally a happy person. I always try to have a good time or look on the bright side of things. So I try to bring that into everything I do and help people kind of smile because some days can be really tough. And so I'm, I'm glad to know that, that I bring a little bit of joy to everybody.
0: It's working. It's working. You put a smile <laughs> on my face. I mean, and, and I know you got a good family there. In fact, a part of your, and if people haven't figured it out yet, you're a cosplayer amongst other things. One of the things you Thank do you. is a family cosplay, mostly with your son. You have a a, a mother son cosplay and cosplay is the way that you have found to bond with your boy. It's so great. Yes. Tell me how that happened. <laughs>
1: So we are, we've always been very close. We've always had a very tight bond. I was a single mother uh, throughout college. Uh, He was born right before my freshman year of college. And I was married about two years out of college. Mm -hmm. So the two of us have always been very,
2: close. I was a theater business
1: major at Loyola University. So he went to classes with me sometimes when he wasn't feeling well or couldn't go to school. So he had been to theater classes with me into rehearsals where I've been in shows and he was under the makeup counter in the dressing room for <laughs> like playing on the iPad or what. So he's always been around costuming and when I discovered cosplay, it was definitely something that I wanted to do and be a part of but I knew that it takes you away from your family on the weekends, And he was eight at the time I discovered cosplay and I looked at him and said, like, hey, uh-huh, cool.
2: mm-hmm.
1: what is it? I said, well, you yeah. go to conventions and you dress up in costumes and you take pictures of people. And he goes, yeah, that's cool. I said, well, you want to go? So our very first cosplay, I was like, there's one here. There's a Comic Con here. Let's go. So he took us
2: to the space. So we were Ash and Pikachu.
1: And he didn't want to be Pikachu. So I was Pikachu and he was Ash. Uh, which normally you see that reverse. So I was a big giant Pikachu with a little ass. <laughs> and uh, and I, it just kind of stuck. And we had so much fun. He loved to travel. His favorite thing is staying in hotels. Uh, especially if we get to stay on our high floor. Uh-huh. We have, like, if we're like floor 10, he, it's like we're VIPs. If it's just that's where they put us, he automatically is like, oh, we must be really important today because we're on the test floor.
0: Oh yeah, <laughs>
1: um, like I feel it. I feel it. Like he definitely helps me like appreciate the little things. Like some people kind of don't don't kind of appreciate about that when you're going to a call, especially traveling. It is a vacation, and even if it's competing, which is something that we're jumping into with both feet. Like even if you're competing, you're doing something that's kind of a luxury.
2: It's really exciting. It's
1: fun. And like so, you can go on a vacation, or you
2: could
1: go on a <laughs> uh, He kind of helps me look through, look at it through much more of this is fun. This is a good we're treating ourselves to this nerdy activity.
0: Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Getting <laughs> yeah, just making each other happy, and that's first and foremost is making yourself, and then your family, and then your friends, and then everyone else around you happy. And, and that's a, a great endeavor. Loyola is in New Orleans. How did you get to yeah. New Orleans? How did you get to Loyola?
1: So I'm actually originally from about an hour outside of New Orleans.
2: Oh, whereabouts? And my
1: parents, uh, it's a little town called Waveland, Mississippi. Oh, it's on okay. the coast and uh, like super small population. I grew up in a really, really small town where everybody knows everybody. It sounds like your best friend's house. Really like they could have filmed a 90s movie there, <laughs> kind of deal.
0: And <laughs> you were going to say something about your parents?
1: Mm-hmm?
0: You were going to say something about your parents?
1: Oh, yeah. No, my parents uh, are both legacy families from there. So they both graduated. Well, technically, my mom graduated from the school that Loyola bought. So um. that counts. <laughs> so,
0: <laughs> it does count. Uh,
2: <laughs>
1: So they both graduated from what is now Loyola University. So on top of it, having a program that I was interested in, I was also eligible for a couple of scholarships that I really needed as a single parent. So it just kind of fit that I got a
0: scholarship
1: and was able to live off campus with my child. It's just a lot of the puzzle pieces fit together for me to go there.
0: That's fantastic that they had that kind of a program for you. That was, uh, and I'm guessing you were uh, on top of that, probably a good student, so you qualified that way as well.
1: Yes, I, I had some academic scholarships as well, so wow. it was very helpful to have been a good student.
0: <laughs> She's brainy. She's brainy. She's a smart cookie. <laughs> Stay in school, I am kids. Tired. Yeah, you succeeding. Yeah, for sure. So in Loyola, you took theater. Is that what your your major was?
1: Yes, I was a theater business major with a minor in business administration.
0: That works perfectly with what you're doing. <laughs> you're, you're not only a cosplayer yes. for fun, but you're a cosplayer for business. Uh, tell me how that started.
2: Um,
1: so I grew up in a Disney family. I'm sure you've heard of them where like, where did you go on vacation and every single time it's Disney World. Um, <laughs> so I grew up going to Disney a lot and it's always something that I've loved, just the magic. And then as I got older, I had to stainless touches, which details, because players, but details, details, details. Um, just all the little touches here and there. It was just one of my favorite places and the for sure. Um, and uh, once I had my son, it really isn't feasible to, to be a cast member, um, just in terms of income and housing and just how expensive it is to a little bit on a performance project. Right. just didn't work for me. Um, and I found a part-time job for a company called Kelly's Characters In she's based out of Covington, Louisiana, Okay, but she did events in New Orleans. And so I messaged her out of the blue and told her I really wanted to, that I wanted to audition. So I drew, uh, launched a train to her house and auditioned for her in her backyard. I'm <laughs> like, I sang uh, Belle from New the East, and she said halfway through and was like, you're hired. Go try on costumes. So then I got to, like, run and try on princess costumes. Uh, but her for three years, and I was her, I was a performer. Then I was a South Shore manager for all of her actors while still doing performances. And when I moved, she was a dog. Quite extensively about what was going to happen if I was going to open a branch and work under her, and then we kind of came to a mutual agreement that uh-huh, it was just financially it didn't make sense, and she was the best, and I had learned so much under her, and I thanked her for it, and started my own company.
0: You're a superstar. That's what you do. Yeah. You you <laughs> gain experience, and then you you go on your own. But that in itself is a leap of faith to to for. I mean, because you probably had pretty steady gigs with a. With a, a company that was well established, and to take off on your own—that's a leap of faith. That's a wow. You have to have faith in yourself and faith that you can do this. Th- this thing, and you did. You went off and you said, "I could do this." So, what's the name of your company?
2: So
1: I own Magicly Prodigy. It is a character entertainment, and we do some mild party planning, small, small parties. Uh, but we mostly do princess and superhero entertainment for birthday parties and special events, fundraisers, and we've even done political rallies. Yeah, I mean, it really was something that I had learned so much from my previous job that I really felt confident that I could do it. There was definitely some learning curve. There definitely some things that I didn't think about of parents and fairies protective and touchy over their
2: children as they should be
1: but i definitely that was something that i wasn't as prepared for but took and tried and i definitely can handle myself now four years later after starting my own company i've walked away from what could have been a bad situation with a five-star rating so i'm feeling pretty confident in my way to talk to families and make sure that they know that their happiness is our top priority and their children's happiness which is what we're here for. That's really what I'm selling more than anything is magical moments for your children and for your guests at your event. So I'm pretty happy with it.
0: Absolutely. In the service industry, uh, the customer is number one, uh, you know, you got to bend to whatever they want and it seems like you're doing it. Uh, you, you come up with princess costumes of, of all kinds and I'm sure is it mostly girls, Cause I, uh, you know, I, I wonder if boys are doing these parties now. Uh, are you are you getting to go to boy parties or is it mostly girl parties?
1: So princesses, yes, especially I'm in the South, where we're maybe not as a deep South, we're maybe not as progressive as other areas. Uh, we have had, and not saying that boys don't love having princess entertainment. I've had boys at parties that are more in love with Princess Anna from Frozen. And can't let go of her hand and want her to sing more songs. And they just don't want her to leave. I've had young boys be way more happy that princesses are at parties than girls.
0: You but, better believe it. You better believe it. Uh, <laughs> you know, this, this princess just came off the movie screen, off your television screen, and is at your party right now. How cool is mm-hmm. that? And you get and to bring that to them. To yes. She's singing <laughs> right to you. Oh my goodness. That's got to send chills up their little spines. My goodness. Just having them. I mean, s- <laughs> yeah. So you're a singer as well.
1: Yeah. So that is actually one of our big thing. We are the only company in our area that sings. Wow. It is part of our audition process. It's part of our training. If you can't sing, unfortunately we're just not the company for
0: you. Right. When um, did when did that start? And, when did your singing start?
1: Oh, I've always, I grew uh, I sang in church. My dad played guitar at church and was like kind of like your choir master, if you will. So I've always been, I've been in music and singing since I was little. Um, it just has always been a part of our life.
0: Very cool, Lala. And, and okay, so your da- you say your dad's a musician. Did uh, you, you learn a little bit about musicianship and performing from your dad? And, and what did you learn mm-hmm. from your mom?
1: Uh, my mom's actually a choreographer what <laughs> so uh and while while they're still course after still dances um, my dad's also a restaurant so they own a
2: restaurant in Mississippi
1: so they uh have we've always been kind of your performer entertaining family so growing up in a restaurant family and always kind of making sure people are happy they always threw big lavish parties my dad would grab the guitar and everyone would sing along and it was just kind of that childhood. Um,
0: Is yes, your mom and dad still in the restaurant right. business? Yes, they are. What? You got to shout out the restaurant. I'd definitely be remiss right. if, if I didn't let you at least, uh, <laughs> you know, give a little uh, a little plug.
1: All right. Hi, Mom. Hi, Dad. <laughs> they own on Rum Kitchen on Highway 90 in Waveland, Mississippi.
0: Waveland, Mississippi. So you're still a Mississippi okay. girl.
1: Yeah, so I actually live just in Jackson, Mississippi
0: now. Jackson, and Mississippi, okay.
1: Yeah.
0: So, so Magically Perfect, it was- uh, Will uh, it uh, provides uh, entertainment for the surrounding areas of, of Jackson?
1: Oh, yes. We all, well, we, we travel. Ah. Uh, we have someone as far as into Alabama. I mean, honestly, if someone's willing, it just depends on, like, if you can afford the travel cost, we charge 50 cents a mile round trip. Yeah. So if you want to pay us to travel out, I mean, I've gotten requests as far as Florida. And I was like, well, if you're it's six hours, so you're going to have to put us up in a hotel or an Airbnb or something. But we're more than happy to travel for anything.
0: Hey, and I think that's our biggest. When you're good, you're good. The word gets around. Uh, you know, it spreads around by word of mouth, social media. Uh, you. I mean, it, once you do one good job, they're going to keep calling you. Here I am, you know, uh, I've been a DJ since 86 and I feel like, well, eventually I'm going to have to quit this, but I keep doing, you know, good enough jobs <laughs> that people keep calling me back. And that's what you're doing in the service oh, yeah. industry. You got to bend over backwards to make sure that the the client is happy. And that's what you do. That's fantastic. Absolutely. And you learn from your mom how to dance, and you learn from your dad how to you know perform and 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 sing. Do you play any instruments?
1: So I played the flute, and I still the ukulele, but. I'm not a virtuoso, and I'm out of
0: practice. Oh, you need to pick up that ukulele when you do do the mermaid. Now, you notice I did say the mermaid princess, because are you... uh, Thank you. Yeah, you have to say it that way, right?
1: (laughs) Yes, we are the snow queen and snow princess, the mermaid princess, the tower princess.
0: You don't want to get Uh, in trouble with any large corporations.
1: No, I would not (laughs) like to have any uh, of. most aficionados after me. Uh, <laughs> I mean, my, my dad, what did my dad call him? I don't even remember. It was so funny. The Mickey police. That was it. <laughs> I don't want the Mickey police after me. <laughs> uh,
2: absolutely.
1: i love a top organization. And all we're really trying to do is bring joy to families and performing. And I know a lot of our, because uh, my actresses do range, I'm almost 30, um, up to, I think my youngest is 16. So wow that's our, great our range our actors range and it is very difficult especially in an area where we don't have a thriving theater
2: community, we don't have a
1: thriving film community so princess gigs is really one of the only opportunities that we get to perform and so that is another reason why i'm so protective of my company and of my actors because for a lot of us it's really the only outlet that we have um <sighs> Personally, acting, and while cosplay definitely helps uh, fill some of that acting void, uh, it's nothing like putting on a full show.
0: Oh yeah, I mean you've heard of artists, and most of the time you'll hear starving in front of that. So you've you've <laughs> made art, you know your artistry, your craft, your creation into a viable business, and that is fantastic. And you're putting joy in people's faces. You know, yeah, you make <laughs> a couple bucks, but it's got to feel good when you go home after a party and just. You think about, wow, you remember all those smiles? That was fantastic. I love doing kid parties, man. and I even I, I learned I taught myself how to make balloon animals, not great balloon animals. Ooh. Most of them look like dogs and and flowers. and of course it's all the boys want yeah, boys want to have the swords. <laughs> Could you make me a sword? Oh, yeah. And then as soon as I make a I boy a sword. sword, all the girls come up. I, can you make me a sword? <laughs> Cause, cause, oh
1: yeah. That's the thing. Once the you can see you like swords, it's like, Oh no, no, no. Cause they're going to hit us with our swords. And I have a flower.
0: I have a flower <laughs> and a dog. It's a poodle. It's a, yeah, it's a it's giraffe. A poodle. Yes. <laughs>
1: okay, my poodle and my flower can't defend against a sword. I need, I need, I need
0: real artillery capital. Cool. <laughs> oh, cool. in the gang. So, all right, your boy was eight years old when you started doing cosplay. What, I mean, what made what got you into that? what, What got you the inkling uh, to to start doing cosplay? Was it a a Comic-Con that you went to? Or do you find?
1: um, When was this? It was actually
0: Instagram.
1: I was on Instagram looking at princess cosplay. Because I get a lot of my inspiration for costuming for my princess company through Instagram. Just because it's such a heavy photo-based platform. And this princess cosplayer that I love, her name is Tracy Hines.
0: Okay. Shout out. Represent.
1: Yeah, she is amazing. Um, she is the definitive, like Disney pays her to do stuff. She <sighs> is like the definitive Ariel cosplayer. And I was I was stalking her on Instagram. And <laughs>
0: stalking is such an accurate word.
1: <laughs> I, was, I was definitely into stalking.
0: Yeah, and, I, I um, feel like that. When I put a like on somebody's picture, I wonder, what do they think when this 51-year-old man is putting a like on this picture. Hey, it's a cool picture. It made me smile. I put a like on it.
1: Yeah, I do I all the time when I'm like, I actually look at people direct messages if I really love something or if I see something that maybe not be getting as much love as I think it deserves. Uh-huh. I try really hard. A lot of people, and this is kind of a lesson to everyone, so anyone who's listening, write this down. <laughs> like, Don't hoard your Instagram likes Follows or comments. They're not like precious little gems to hoard. Don't be a (laughs) dragon. Like, all those out because the amount of like pressure that is on especially cosplayers Mm. for likes and follows and comments to feel accepted, especially for a lot of people that can't go to a lot of Comic-Cons, their exposure is very limited to just Instagram or just like most of them, really. Um, So don't hoard your likes and follows. If you like something, double tap, give them a
0: follow. You are opening right? my mind, Lala. That is a way that you I'm can not- use social media for good. Cause yes, you, you realize some of these cosplayers cannot get out of their house. Maybe they're recluse for one reason or another. And the only outlet that they have is to take pictures and put them on Instagram. And th- what they need is some validation. They want love just like anybody else. And Every like is oh, just yeah. a, a little bit of love. Oh, look.
1: It's a little boost.
0: A little boost.
1: It's a boost. I know. And that's the thing, too, is a lot of people will be like, well, don't judge your popularity by your likes on Instagram. It's like, well, if I'm not out in public, if I'm not out at a Comic-Con, which for me, I actually haven't been to conventions convention since November. Wow. And, um, are,
0: I was you, are you feeling the, the withdrawals? Are, are you feeling the withdrawals like a drug so addict?
1: So hard. So <laughs> hard. I There's actually, I had work. There was actually a convention in my city last uh-huh. week and I had to work. Uh-huh. So, and that is something that like it, it comes and it goes and you can make it to all of them and something that I have been struggling with lately and it is also compounding very expensive. Yes. And so a lot of people just don't have the means to go to every single community in your area. And I kind of had to take a step back for me. It was more of my work schedule. I started a new job in November. Um, unfortunately, I'm not a full-time princess. I wish. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, hey,
0: you can shout out the day job if it's something that people can can uh, get a hold of you. And you can make a couple bucks there. That way you can pursue your cosplay a little bit more.
1: Oh, well, I work full-time. I'm the marketing coordinator for a shopping center uh North Park in uh, Ridgeland, Mississippi. I also do a lot of events. I've actually been able to bring in local cosplayers and creators into the center to do live events, which is really cool. That I can bring in our locals to like share our nerdy culture, which is fun. So I, I do really love my job. It is much more of a time commitment, so it does pull me away from my cosplay. Oh but
0: yeah, it, overall, but it I seems like you got your day job and your night job uh, in in uh, perfect harmony, though.
1: Yeah, everything seems to be syncing up, and I really uh, just touched on Instagram. On my personal account, I have five Instagram accounts.
0: <laughs> yes, me too, me too. Mostly their <laughs> podcast and, and karaoke and DJ <laughs> stuff, but uh, yes, I understand. Uh, so oh, yeah. go, go ahead and whip uh, out whip out those uh, those Instagram uh, pages right now.
1: Oh, man. All right. So Instagram, I have for my cosplay If you're a huge fan or just want to see what we're doing, it's J N L letter J letter N letter L underscore adventures. Mm-hmm. Then for my personal, it's La La Toontown because that's a playoff of my name. Oh, wait, <laughs> I said my whole name.
0: <laughs> uh oh, you did it.
1: La I did it. I saw my fault.
0: <laughs> La
1: La Toontown, mm-hmm. and then magically perfect LLC for my princess company. And then I also manage the social media page for my job, Shop North Park MS.
0: Look at you. So, I think that's the only yeah, one I didn't uh, have was the Shops North Park. I'll definitely put that in the mm-hmm. show notes.
1: <laughs> and so you won't see me in a lot of those images. You might see my hands. It's more highlighting our recent special events. But you might see my touch in the editing and something like that. I do really like taking photos and sharing what I'm doing at North Park. I really think what we're doing is really Making a lot of strides in connecting with our community and bringing that community into the center
0: for fun events for families, which I so important. Excellent, excellent. You're you got your hands in a lot of different pots, and I like that. Keep yourself busy. <laughs> uh, now you did. If I'm not
1: mention- busy. I'm bored.
0: <laughs> oh, for sure, for sure. Uh, okay, so uh, besides, all right, beyond that, uh, you, you're a, you're a mama. You you were you were a mama first. And and that cha- oh, yeah. that changed you a bit, and then you became a, a wife. Uh, does the does the hubby get involved in all of this craziness? <laughs>
2: uh, he is a
1: huge gamer. Big, big gamer. In fact, he got me into gaming. He is the reason I play Overwatch. He's the reason I play um, Pokemon on the video games. I played Bloodborne, which is really Play one. You should play it because
2: it's
0: aesthetically beautiful. But then you're gonna a lot. And <laughs> it will break your soul. Okay. Um, whatever you're doing right now, stay right there because I can hear you perfectly.
1: <laughs> oh great! I'll stay right here. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so he got me into gaming. He also is a composer and a musician. What? That's how we met.
0: That's great. What? How did you? Okay, tell me the love story. La la, Laura.
1: It is. Sorry, love story is so cheesy.
0: (laughs) I like cheesy.
1: I I had a friend in college who worked sound for his friend's band. And I was like, oh, well, and the way kind of a lot of the art students as like being part of, part of the liberal arts program, the music industry, the dance people, the theater people, the art students, like, I'll go to your art gallery opening. Here's a ticket to my ballet show. Like, So it was a lot of reciprocal attendance because, you know, you don't want to throw a show or have a function and not have anyone come. Mm. So it was a lot of reciprocal attendance. So one of my friends was like, I'm working sound for this band. I said, oh, well, I'll go. And it was at a local venue. And I was like, oh, cool. Tickets are just $5. Let's go. So he was like, well, I have to warn you, the music was a little different. It was progressive metal but um, so he was like, I just want to like give you a heads up that the music,
2: girlfriends
1: want to listen to you on a Friday night. I was like, shut up. We're going, just tell me where we're going. <laughs> so he me where we're going. So we're all dolled up. So it's four sophomores in college and like glittery, like club dresses and heels. And we're at this kind of like dingy quarter bar, uh, where like the dress is like converse and ripped jeans and flannels. So we're already not fitting in. <laughs> and we pay the cover. We get in. My friends are all, like, glaring at me. Um, and the band playing, it's super loud. And there's a bunch of people on stage. And the guy standing in front of the microphone has really long hair. Mm-hmm. Like, really long hair. And it's covering his face. And he's looking down. And he's playing the guitar. And he, like, swoops his hair in, like... You know, like the old, like in The Little Mermaid where she does that big hair flip, mm. like that, like a big hair flip, and then he screams into the microphone, and I was like, Ding! I love him. And <laughs> uh, <laughs> immediately texted my friend working the phone, and was like, who's that guy?
2: <laughs> <laughs> like
1: that's Ferris and his brother. My, my my husband is a twin, and they both play. Lead, they both played lead guitars in the same band. Yes. They're both classically trained guitarists. They're incredibly talented. They both have like both working on like solo albums. It's incredible. Like they record everything. We have actually a recording studio in our house.
0: Fantastic. Um, is he know, still doing it?
1: But. Yeah, yeah, no, he's uh, currently working on an album. He's been working on it for four years, so I will definitely let you know when he releases
0: it. No, uh, no, no, what's the name uh, of his band? we got to follow him, too.
1: Right, so he actually doesn't do
2: social media.
0: Okay. He's not the only uh, one. So People have broken down I just have, to Instagram, and he probably yep. should just at least get an Instagram to put the to at least get the, the flyers out there.
1: I'll probably show him for something to promote it. Uh, once he comes out with an actual releasable album. I've listened to, like, sneak peeks of tracks. And occasionally, if I'm working in my cosplay room, he'll come in and record or, like, work on music while I'm crafting. And so sometimes, if you listen in the background of some of my build videos, you can hear, like, parts of the music being made, which is kind of cool. So my, like, work and videos are also... Like
0: music, the man is serenading oh you he's making you fall in love uh, with him he, he, even more on the daily
1: are know, you kidding he's me talented.
0: no that's know, fantastic
1: I'm, I'm very blessed i legitimately hit moments where i'm looking at my life and i'm like you know yeah things should not have turned out this way
0: no 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 they if turned had, out exactly the way they should have you did
1: oh absolutely you're he's a like, good I'm person so Laura. Well, thank you. But if you look at the statistics of like a teenage unwed mother at 18 with no job, like that whole lineup, like I should not have a successful career right now. I should not have graduated college. I should not have been as happy as I am. And like the people that came into my life to help me, like I made such a fantastic group of friends that would babysit my son when he was sick and they would trade off like depending on our class schedule. So like I could go take final exams. Like I had an incredible group of friends that dropped into my life exactly when I needed them. Yeah. And I could not, I, like I would not be have been the person I was about them.
0: Are you still friends with them? I mean, how, who, who, who yeah. were the people that, that helped you along that, that, uh, you know, when you see somebody <laughs> in a situation, yes, that could have gone horribly uh, another way, but you did have a little help from your friends. And that's fantastic. Uh, do you remember who, who yeah. it was that inspired you to to keep going or or was it the strength that came from within?
1: It was kind of a tribe, really. There were so many times, and I think I have this forever determination to prove people wrong. That's kind of my ongoing personal mantra that I know that, and I know that I know, but I feel like there's always some sort of like and even my aunt, she said those actually in her speech at my wedding, uh, she said, they called me and they told me Laura was pregnant. And I said, well, she'll never graduate high school.
2: Mm.
1: And then she did. And then they told me that she enrolled in college. And I said, well, she'll never make it. And then she did. And then they told me that she was going to start her own company. And I said, there's no way she can do that. And then she did. So cheers to for always proving us wrong. And that's just something that has always stuck with me. I've always had that drive to just be like, I know that there's people who think I can't do this, but I 100% can. And I think it's just that sheer determination, but I've also just also been blessed with such amazing and support. I have like amazingly supportive family. My husband's super supportive of my cosplay and of my princess company and of kind of anything. I'm like, hey, I have this crazy idea. I like, All right, cool. <laughs> Uh, and my parents have always been that way. My mother's super creative. My mom is actually, this is really cool. My mom is coming to MomoCon in Atlanta with us. Wow. Uh, my mother is actually going to cosplay and be my hammer and my hammer because we're building some really impressive armor. We're competing for the first time as a duo for the first time in two years. Uh, um, I am airing my build now. The convention is at the end of May. And my mom is actually coming up from the coast and driving us to Atlanta so we can to transport the cosplays.
0: Keeping the tradition alive that, you know, you cosplay with your son, she's going to cosplay with you. And I did notice one of your your latest posts was that you, you didn't have uh, the means to make three or four. I guess you usually make three or four different cosplays for a, a certain event, especially if it's a multi-day event. And you said that you only had really the time and the means to do one cosplay. So you're putting all your effort into this one. Am I correct in that? Yeah. Okay.
1: Yes. Uh, that I also, well, I just got into a car accident and what? I don't know. Yeah. It wasn't bad. It was really just my GPS told me to go right. And I went right. And there was a car there. <laughs> and, uh, so it was really a love trip more than anything, but she was in a big SUV and I am in a small, small compact car. So the front of my car looks like a tin can oh. and her car's fine. So, but I'm happy that she's fine. I'm honestly fine. Um, but my car is kind of new, <laughs> uh, new to me. So I just got it in November. So I'm a little bummed, but I'll be fine and everything's fine. I just have to reallocate what I was, going to do the conventions now and has to be reallocated to my car and that's fine. I have some amazing patrons on Patreon and some amazing fans that donate coffee that help me get by or Ko whatever you wanna call it. That's really when I desperately need it or am just being down, I had someone send me ten dollars to go buy a bottle online one day. Like, I posted that I was sad, and wh- I was like, dang, I need a drink. I was like, go get you a bottle of wine, girl.
0: Oh, <laughs> like, how okay. sweet is that? Well, I did so find, I yeah, you do have the there. coffee, and it's a and Adventures as well. So I put that yeah. on the show notes to make sure that people know how to, how to get a hold of you if they want to support you as well, monetarily. Oh, for sure.
1: Yeah. And, like, what is even more, what say? I was like, what's even more supportive than, like, Dollars, while dollars are always appreciated is just like shooting me a message and telling me that you appreciate our cosplay and our work like commenting on pictures and saying like I really love the detail on this or your makeup looks great or like how did you do this I love if you have a question about how I built something shoot me a direct message I would love I am like a teacher of background. I love to tell people how I built things or how I made things or how I did something because I want to help people be awesome. So if I can help you be awesome, just send me a message because I would love that.
0: Yeah, it, I mean, it. People have to understand that it takes a lot uh, of time and effort and and time away from your family even uh, to to be a creator of some kind. You know, even this podcast is is taking away time. You know, my family time, but I enjoy the conversations and I'm enjoying the conversation with you, oh, Lala. For sure. And, and, you know, so, you know, when they, when, when you go and you have an idea to create something, to put something up on your YouTube video, I see that you have a YouTube that, that you've started and, and what is that used mostly for?
1: Um, so the YouTube that I have, um, JJ saw me watching a bath bomb video. Okay. So we have two, we have two videos up. We're going to make more Comic-Con vlogs.
0: Okay, which uh, just, YouTube like, is that? Because I saw there was a Laura A YouTube.
1: That's that should be that one.
0: Okay, you have uh, you have 19 subscribers now. One more, yes. Oh, yes. thank you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so we are gonna try to make some more like travel vlogs of us because most of our cons we do travel for.
2: So um, it's a
1: lot to pack up cosplays, and that is something too that I try to tell our followers is that while we might not attack as many cosplays because I'm not making just one cosplay. I make two. So every cosplay that I do, there's two of them. (laughs) So I, you know, it's a lot. But so our cosplay videos will be a lot of travel vlogs, us at cons, having fun, meeting new people. I'll try my hand at making some work in progress and like how I made things. I am limited on my video equipment. So I kind of, I'm one of those people where if I can't make it right, then I won't do it. Like it's either got to be like to the quality that I expect or it's not, it's not going to happen.
0: Oh my goodness. Well, do you at least have a <laughs> tripod for your iPhone?
1: I do. Well, and I, yes. have, I actually have this, I have this very cool piece of equipment that is, uh, it's a stabilizer. Okay. So like it has, it actually has a mic on it too. So I have, I did invest in something that's really cool. I just need, I can't film myself. So (laughs) I need to make some friends that can film. (laughs) I have a tripod. I have that. So I am going to try this year, especially with our next major build for MomoCon. So I've been keeping kind of under wraps um, what we're building.
0: Well, you did touch uh, on something. Uh, A photographer is a very essential uh, piece piece to the puzzle when you're a cosplayer, especially a cosplayer that's trying to monetize and, and do it for a living of some kind. You know, trying to make a couple extra bucks, but you do have a day job, but this is where you can get the extra cheese, possibly make repairs on the car, you know, that unfortunately that yes. that, that got uh, it, that you got in a wreck, you know, so uh, hopefully, uh, you know, but uh, having a photographer and I've talked to quite a few photographers on this podcast and yeah, it, mm-hmm. it means a lot to have somebody to take your picture. Selfies are yeah. terrible. Stop taking selfies. Stop it. <laughs> you know, maybe one or two um, here and there. You know, have yeah. yeah. You've taken the time to get a tripod, to possibly get a, a clicker, and uh, you know, a lot of these I- iPhones or you know, or even the any of the smartphones or voice command, you could say smile and boom, they'll take a picture for you. Uh, yeah. You, so, I mean, I know you know all these tricks, but and the stabilizer, I'm kind of interested in that. I- I'm thinking about getting one of my uh, uh, of my own, you know, for different events. Uh, tell me about the stabilizer. Mm-hmm.
2: So,
1: it's kind of the same thing that you see when people are filming with, like, major cameras or uh, films, but it's made for your phone. And it even has, like, a little lens holder, like, the whole nine yards. It was, like, a, it was a little expensive. It was, like, 180-something. Um, And it was easy to put together. It's easy to use. I can send a link. I don't exactly remember. I don't have it on me. Right now, exactly what it is, but it'll lose your phone still. So I have a ton of really cool videos. When I went to My Hero Con in Canada, um, we traveled with my friend's boyfriend, and so he was kind of our handler, videographer, and he was obsessed, yeah. obsessed with the stabilizer. And every time he was taking like videos and pictures, I was stopping him like, "Dude, what is that?" And he goes, "I don't know. That's her." So I was like, it's cool. has the Amazon link. I did get it on Amazon, so anyone can get it.
0: Very um, cool I think I'm familiar with the, can, at least the type of equipment it kind of turns your your iPhone into a, a GoPro for that matter you know so you can
1: basically yeah, yeah so it you can keeps get, it really still
0: yeah so you can get good film good good quality and that helps in your content yeah. and I can see you know I can see by by what you just said or I can hear it that uh y- you care about the quality of the film that you put out there the content that you put out there you don't want to put Yeah, play. I really
1: care, honestly, about the quality of just about everything I do. Oh, um, yeah. I've rebuilt, I've rebuilt the same headpiece for a costume three times. <laughs> and I still don't like it. And I still am gonna. And like, I've even offered, I was like, hey, if anyone wants this, just pay shipping. Like, I don't like it, but someone else who either can't film, doesn't have the means to buy, you just attach it to some clips and it clips on your head. Like, I am more than happy to like it's either that or I'm gonna end up like scrapping it or using it for something else. And I'm I've had a couple people contact me and be like, "Hey, that piece that you don't want, can I have it?" I'm like, absolutely. Huh. Like,
0: well, maybe they can make something into it, yeah. So
1: exactly, and you, they're not. And the thing is, like, even the things where I know I sound like I'm being elitist. Like, it's something that I'm just a perfectionist. And especially that's something that I'm going to wear on my body and I'm very specific about what I do and very intentional. And so if it's not up to my normal standard for me, like I'm not going to wear it. And I, yeah, I might have put several hours of work into it, but it doesn't mean I'm not going to sand it down and try again. And that is- that's a lot of things is that I do want a lot of cosplayers to know is that you're going to make a lot of mistakes. You're going to waste a lot of fabric. You're going to waste a lot of foam, and you're going to learn a lot of lessons, and that's just part of learning any craft. And I feel like a lot of people watch, you know, Arlene say on YouTube, or um, I can't even think right now. But so yeah, you yeah I see
0: you're a TikToker as well.
1: Oh, I love TikTok. <laughs> oh my goodness,
0: <laughs> that's what I haven't gotten into. I haven't gotten into the uh, TikTok. It it, you know I tried to look. I'm old. Okay, it's Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube. That's it. That's it. Can't snap. I I tried to download the snap. I tried to. I I look at the the TikToks. In fact, I'm looking at your TikTok page right now. It's crazy. It's fun. (laughs) Tell me about it. I love like
1: TikTok is. If you're a cosplayer. 100% One hundred percent try TikTok. Just try, even if it's cringy, do it. I've posted black and I've gotten like twenty thousand views because they're funny. Like, and I, I'm like TikTok is the place to kind of laugh at yourself and like have fun with your character. Do stupid stuff. Like, I think we're talking about doing like Jersey Girls audio <laughs> or like Jersey Shore, like the Jersey Shore girls, but with like the Disney princesses. Yeah. Um. So, I mean, we just had so much fun, like, planning stuff out. Like, I have friends that do TikToks. I have friends that have hundreds of thousands of followers on TikTok, And TikTok is so follower-friendly. If you're really struggling with Instagram, like, I have. I have really struggled with Instagram. <laughs> um, since the algorithm changed about a year ago, like, I was on a definite upward climb, like, very swiftly. And then the algorithm changed. I went from, like, a 1,000... At a thousand followers, up to almost five thousand followers in about five months, and it has taken me almost a year to get a thousand followers.
2: Yeah, yeah, that like, does I happen. Gained
1: almost five thousand in about five months, and then it completely died. Well, and it was a lot due to the algorithm, which is fine, which is fine, and that's the thing that I want to tell people: like, don't judge your popularity by an app.
0: Right. Instagram like, was even thinking it, about okay. just recently about taking the the likes away, Uh, you know, the the visible likes. I actually,
1: two of my accounts, they've already launched it. So they are piloting it on separate accounts. And I am lucky enough that I have multiple accounts. So I'm seeing where that plays. So I have two accounts that you can still see likes Uh and two accounts that you can't.
0: Okay. And what are the advantages of both?
1: Um, so I feel like because you yourself can still see how many likes your photo got. Sure. You yourself can. But and I never check it. I never check post. my own photos. Honestly, it is. It does like. It's, uh, we could do a whole new podcast just about like Instagram. And, no, let's do and it. Self-care. We got time. Yeah. Honestly, I don't know. Like, self care. Like, I can tell you so many cosplayers, even famous cosplayers that get hundreds of thousands of likes. They're like, do not judge your worth on the amount of followers or the amount of likes that you have in a photo. Because the thing that you love, the photo that you're obsessed with, is not going to get the likes that you want. The photo that you throw up and didn't care about is the one that's going to do well. And you're going to be frustrated. Um, I mean, it really is. The algorithm is not your friend. I mean, your friends who you'll see pop up and they'll send me a DM and be like, Hey, sorry, I just liked everything you have posted in the last two months. I haven't seen any of them. Thanks algorithm. Like you don't see content from your friends because of the algorithm, which is fine. Like, it is what it is. If you realize you haven't seen content from a certain person, go search them up. And go look at them. Yeah. I'm sure you've probably missed something. And I that's where I fall in line with the, like, don't forge your likes and your follows. Because the more you like someone's content, the more likely you are to see it. The algorithm will show you what you like.
0: Well, I know on my phone, so, when I look at the Instagrams, the ones that I'm following, it'll show me the least uh, interacted ones. So I'll go back and I'll say, oh, let me check out those people that I haven't interacted with. Maybe I need to, to, you know, find out what they're doing now, or if they're dead accounts, I want to, uh, unfollow them or, or, you know, yeah. find out what's going on there.
1: If they're not posting anymore. Or like I have, I have a follower. She actually is one of my Patreon subscribers. She subscribed to me. I think like the first week I had my Patreon and I had no idea who she was. She was completely. And, complete and she subscribed at the $2 level. Mm-hmm. And I, she sent me a message. And it just said, hey, I joined your Patreon at the $2 level. I
2: honestly don't
1: know what Patreon is. I really like your concepts and your following and your whole, like, everything. I just wanted to support you and put some good out in the world. And hopefully that comes back to me one day. See. And I have, I have saw it happen all the time. I am like literally, I am so involved with my Patreon subscribers. Like, I love each and every one of them. I know the last name. Um, <laughs> I know everything about them. I know their likes, their dislikes. Like, I, they have become some of the people that, like, if I'm having a bad day, like, I know that if I post it or say something about it, that I might get, like, one or two messages from them. And something them, I have their Snapchat information, and, like, we'll snap on the daily and be like, hope you have a great day. I hope you do, too. And we really become kind of a little community and well. It's weird because they give me money every month, but, like, it's so that I can keep making content that they enjoy. Yeah. So, like, a lot of it has been, like, you know, you're giving me money every month, but it's to support. And, like, I've kind of had to, like, come to terms with that. Because that's something, too, like, these are people that are my friends now that I enjoy and that I, I, too, enjoy what they do on the internet, but, like, what they're doing because what I'm doing is I make costumes and I show them how I made them and I show them and they get decisions and they get polls and they can, they can suggest things and give me feedback if they like something and they see something. I mean, for one of them, they saw one of my cosplays almost six months. Where I ever wore it or posted
0: a photo of it online. Wow. See, so, the, like, you're, in
1: my you, pay-
0: mm-hmm. you think you're not giving them value, but you are. You're you're giving them, uh, you know, a, a, a smile on their face, and you know you give them an extra bonus. You give them a, a hello, a friendship, even. Uh, you know, you they don't have to support you for your friendship, but they do. They they feel like, hey, you know, I got this extra extra five bucks. Let me throw that her way and. Maybe she can give me a, a, no more uh, cosplay tips. So you give value oh. to people. That's fantastic.
1: I do try. And that's the thing. Our lowest tier is $2. And I tell people all the time, I'm like, if you love a cosplayer and like you check their content all the time, $2 a month is nothing. But $2 to them is a pack of glue sticks. It is... A midnight taco, girl when they've been up all night building a cosplay, it is like it is a tube of paint. It is a clan of spray paint. It is a, like you can tally up all the things that are under two dollars because, like, even your two dollars will help.
0: It's that and extra like, I cheese. Have
1: cosplayers. Yeah, I have cosplayers that I support. So, and if you're on Patreon, if you are a cosplayer that has a Patreon and you support someone else on Patreon, they actually take it out of your Patreon balance from your supporters. So all it does, it doesn't come out of your bank account. So you get a slightly smaller deposit every month. And like for me, I know there's a couple that I support. It's kind of worth it. Because what I'm doing is taking the money that someone else has given me to support someone else. So it's like, someone who's paying it forward, I'm paying it. They're forward, forward. <laughs> like, I, I replied all.
0: <laughs> yeah, so do you, th- what's your, what's the most valuable, the, the best way to support you? I mean, th- besides the likes and besides the messages, which one is the better way to support you? Would it be the Patreon or, or the coffee or either one?
1: It really depends on what you're wanting. Um, if you are just wanting to do like a one time, here's some money, like I, and I do actually, do give rewards to anyone that does anything. You'll either get a print or a Polaroid or, you know, a shout out. It depends on like how much it is. Um, I do try to make sure if you're giving me money that you do get something in return. Coffee is like kind of your one-time subscription for me. Like you'll send money just one time. If you're looking to become part of. The JNL Adventures community—we call it our crew, our adventure crew. <laughs> if you're looking to get all aboard the adventure crew, if you look at our Patreon, it is all pirate themed. We have the stowaway. What's so it like? Your two dollars here is the stowaway, um, and you do get access to online content. Then you have a crew member, first mate. Ca- it says it's captain. Oh my captain! <laughs> <laughs> captain. And Commodore and then Warlord. Wow. Everything is kind of everything is themed around us being a community. And I am starting a Discord channel for anyone who donates on coffee and Patreon because Coffee and Patreon aren't joined, obviously. But yeah. I do want to reward one time
2: donation
1: because sometimes my one time donations are kind of high and there's really not a way for me to connect the dots on Patreon, because on Patreon it does bank on you being a reoccurring customer. Ah. So Patreon, you're signing up for a monthly subscription service. And while I have a ton of very happy monthly customers, I also know that like sometimes one month, like, okay, it's tax return time. Like, yeah, you have the money in your account right now, but two months from now when that's gone, like your $15 subscription to me is not worthwhile. Gotcha. And so I totally understand that and as I never make anyone feel bad. Like I have Patreon subscribers that had medical bills that needed to be paid. And I was like, no, goodbye. Like get off of the Patreon. Stop giving me money. Go pay your bill. <laughs> like I am never in any way. Like I love and appreciate everyone that gives, but I also understand that everyone gives their own thing. So, um, <laughs> it's kind of it's not like a personal hit to me. If like you decide not to support me financially, like it's your money, like I get it.
0: <laughs> yeah, you yourself know that life happens. Car wreck. Ouch. Glad you're yeah. here. Glad it wasn't worse. Was it you by yourself in yeah. the car?
1: I was by myself in the car. Oh. Uh, so I was. I was, believing that I was alone. The girl that I rear-ended was alone. Her car was ginormous and fine. Oh. <laughs> like,
0: and, you're, and, you, and you go home with a baked potato wrapper.
1: I really did. Let's be real here. Um, I did post a picture of the front being like, so my cosplaying just got set back by a little bit. So we'll, we'll assess the damages and tell you what we're doing this year. Um, but that's fine. I mean, you come and you go. And that's the thing, too, is that a lot of cosplayers feel like they need to apologize. For not posting, or for not having any new cosplays, or not having any new content,
2: it's like you ain't not us
0: anything. I've like, seen that. I've seen that, and I, it it's kind of yeah. off putting. Hey, sorry, I've been away for a while. In fact, on one of your your uh, accounts, you know, you said, "Hey, I'm not going to be posting here uh, for a reason." I don't know if you want to go into that, but y- you gave people uh, an idea that, "Hey, I'm not going to be posting on this account for a while."
1: Yeah. And yeah, and no, I had some I had some personal well, it wasn't even me. It was a good friend who was receiving some threats on the internet. What? From yes, uh, from someone in real life. So someone from the internet was giving her real life family not family, ex family, ex husband, fuel in their upcoming legal talk like battles. They're going over like custody and divorce, and so there's a lot going on, real life. And to me, my internet personality is not more important
2: than real
1: life struggles. And I feel like that's a big thing that people are like, my grandfather died. I'm sorry, I haven't posted recently. It's like you don't know us anything. Your grandfather died. Like, don't apologize to us, your internet strangers like, are you okay? Like, I don't care that you didn't post new pictures of your cosplay. Like, you're emotionally grieving. And I feel like there's just this expectation that you always have to have new content. You always have to be, like, on top of something. And it's like, you know what? I went through two weeks of posting selfies that I took three months ago. Yeah. Because I was like, you know what? I don't have any new content. I'm going to scroll through my phone. I'm not going to apologize for it because I never posted these. Mm-hmm. And I have whole photo shoots that I never posted or selfies that I've never posted. You know what? I think they're cute. If that's not the content you're looking for, you don't have to like it. And that's the thing is that I'm not here to please everyone. Right. I'm enjoying what I'm doing. I'm loving what I'm doing. I love that I'm cosplay with my son. I love our account. I love our followers. We have probably some of the most involved and positive followers. Like I don't think I've ever... And I'm I'm very blessed and I'm sure it's gonna happen. And actually it happened on Reddit, which is why I'm not on Reddit anymore. Okay. Um, um, it's just like, you know, and then and maybe Reddit's just a much more negative community. Like I've not had the backlash on Instagram, but I'm not that big. So like if I had, you know, thirty thousand followers, I'm sure I'd have the comments. You know, the comments. Yeah, but I don't is. pay
0: attention to the comments. You can't some you know get yes, a, exactly. yeah, they're just comments, but cyberbullying is real as you as you have oh, just mentioned
1: just, <laughs> I don't know if you've paid attention to my story in the last about week or so. Mm-hmm. One of my very good friends she's very awesome cosplayer Here in Mississippi. her name is Ray Bay cosplay Look her up, she's great. she's also one of my princesses shout out um she shout out. Um, She has over 100,000 followers on TikTok. Excellent. She has, like, she's fantastic. I love her. She posted a TikTok video of her as Aurora. She is Asian, like Mm -hmm. of Asian descent. Dig it. But she has, like, she's beautiful. And she is, literally looks like every princess ever. If you look her up, you'll see what I mean. Um, Someone commented on one of her TikToks I was today years old when I found out she was being she was like I was today years old when I found out Aurora was Asian uh-huh. and then someone else posted and was like um okay it's totally not okay that you're Asian and playing Aurora
2: why
1: and that's what we came back and I was like and she came back with like this is my job she's like well you're 20 and you need to grow up she goes this is my job I get paid to dress up like this <laughs> like I don't need to grow up. You grow up. And so there's a lot of back and forth. And finally, like I kind of came in and I realized like, I kind of found my platform, if you will. Uh, Cause JJ and I have received it a little bit in the cosplay community. Um, we've been offered a few guest spots at comic cons and we've been denied some guest spots at comic cons, which is totally fine. Comic cons aren't required to give us anything. Sure. Um, however, we've offered like that children don't belong at Comic Cons.
0: And <laughs> Jill- yeah, Jill- yeah. Comic Cons are made for children. Stop it. There
1: you go. All right, cool. <laughs> so children do not belong at Comic Cons. Okay. Children should not be allowed to compete in any sort of competition that's not for children. Like yeah. if it's not like a junior's a junior's competition, he's not allowed to compete. And I was like, "Mm, no. And you do realize there's something
0: off with this person, right?
1: Oh, it's not all the same person. Okay. Um, (laughs) uh, There's a whole list that like, we shouldn't be allowed to guess because of the child, Mm
2: -hmm. uh,
1: because we're a duo. And someone even said like, it's because we're campy because like we're playing on people's emotions. I'm like, no, like, it's not like we just love what we do and like we've managed to gain like a nice following. We are happy with what we do. We build really fun cosplays. If you have a problem with that, you don't have to follow us.
2: There's a fun
1: button. It's called the block button.
2: Or or the unfollow button. Either one.
1: Yeah. (laughs) It's right there. You'll never see me again. (laughs) It is, I'm like I tell people all the time like if I get a direct message like I don't even know if someone told me a direct message or someone I did a poll mm. on my story had, um like I said do you think children belong at Comic Con? Yes or no? On my direct account I said oh mother son team and the people that said no I did another story and went if you said no go ahead and unfollow because we're the mother-son account? He's kind of <laughs> like, I don't know what you're doing here. <laughs> like,
0: yeah, I, I just don't and, engage. I <laughs> don't engage. Yeah, you're well, a better person so, than I am.
1: <laughs> there is there is a point, there's a point to not engage and walk away and there's a point to like, pick up your armor and, my, like, our thing is that cosplay is for everyone. Yes. Whether you're rail thin, or a fit curvy woman or a 10 year old boy or a 90 year old woman or you know like anything anyone like it's cosplay we're all costumes we're just having fun and so like you might not be straight accurate so what yeah. <laughs> like so what one of my women's cosplay fans was zaku from my hero academia as an African man with a green afro and I love it it is one of my faves and I just feel like cosplay gives you the opportunity to make characters your own and connect and like show people why you connect with these characters so that's kind of the banner that we found and I kind of realized how strongly I felt about it over the last two weeks that cosplay is truly for everyone and while like I'm very blessed to not have received. I mean, I've gotten a little bit over. I cosplayed Kia from, uh, what is it? The Atlantis movie from Disney.
0: Okay.
2: Uh,
1: the City of Atlantis.
0: Yeah, I don't know that uh, movie, but uh, yes. <laughs> Go on.
1: It's an old 90s movie. Yeah. And she is she is dark complexed. Uh, she lives in the literal lost city of Atlantis under the sea. Mm-hmm. And someone got all up and arms. I am dark complexed. Yeah. I just I come from Mediterranean descent. Oh, cool. So like, you know, like I just I'm dark complex I'm olive complexed. Mm-hmm. And so like looks wise, like I do match skin tone wise, but I just love her character. I've loved her since I was like ten years old. And so that's really fun for me to like go at a character that I love since I was so little. I'm like, I get to be her today.
0: Yes you <laughs> do. It's got to make you feel great.
1: Oh, yeah. There's so many times where I've just been like, yeah. And and someone told me, how dare I cosplay Kida? Because I'm not a person of color. Mm. And I said, while I understand your viewpoint, Kida is from Atlantis, which is a city that is sunk below the ocean. Mm -hmm. The last time I checked, no one is a native born Atlantean and she has no real culture. She is a fake imaginary person. Mm -hmm. So unless you send me the rioting Atlanteans, I will cosplay Kida to my dying breath. Like, I'm sorry. She's a fake person with a fake culture. Atlantis isn't real unless they find it under the ocean. And then they're all looking in the Mediterranean Sea. So guess what?
2: Guess what? They I'm look Mediterranean,
1: like you. <laughs> and it works. <laughs> like, you know? So, and while like people get, and I feel like people are looking for things to be upset about. Get upset about real things. Get upset about people being taken advantage of at Comic Con. Get get upset about people being harassed. Get upset about like actual racism. Get upset about people being told. To, I know of a certain friend of mine who was told to go put a shirt on at a convention when there were girls in literal raccoons running around.
0: Probably because so, like, of body type, correct?
1: He was, no, he's built. What? Like he's, No, he's built. He's a very built, beautiful African-American man. Weird. And Weird. Yes. No, he was told last year at a convention. Well, a girl walked in in a two-piece bikini armor, right. like the Leia suit, basically.
2: Sure.
1: Um, one of those walked past, and the guard told him he needed to go put a shirt on. And he was like, "Um, I didn't bring one. Like, this is my costume." <laughs> like, uh, so he had to like Don't get a shirt and put it on, or else they weren't going to let it in. So all of his pictures for the convention for his cosplay, he has a random shirt on. Oh. Um, but it's fine. I mean, that's the thing. Is like there is definitely places where the cosplay community can do better. And there's places where we could chill out for a second.
0: Yeah. The things I, the <laughs> thing I found with the cosplay community is very loving and uh, very, uh, you know, uh, uh, just uh, bringing everyone together. And,
2: uh, oh, for sure.
0: Yeah. I, I love that. And, and I get to DJ some. And thankfully I met you over at the CosCon. I had the pleasure of meeting you at, at the CosCon. And that's pretty far away from home. How did you get invited to the COSCON from Mississippi to Little Rock, Arkansas? How did that happen?
2: Um,
1: so I had to say this and uh Put yourself out there. I sent them a Facebook message.
2: Oh. How
1: and I cool. said, hey, I want to do this. How cool. I want to come out here. I want to be a part of this con. Actually, every guest spot I've ever gotten was from me messaging the people directly or sending them an email or just saying, hey. Don't think, first of all, make sure you research the Comic-Con that you're looking at. Know some details about it so that you can speak to them with some sort of authority over the topic. That's not everything, actually. Um, but So research what you're talking about and say, like, hey, and make sure that it's feasible for you to go. Like, when I pitched myself to WasabiCon, that's nine hours away for me. But it was something that me and my friends were able to do. So that is like my, actually we had so much fun. We drove through the night. We drove through a hurricane. That's fine. Oh my. Um, <laughs> we did not realize cause we're up in Mississippi. We did not even pay attention to the night and there was a tropical storm moving through the panhandle of Florida. And we totally drove straight through it <laughs> <Yikes>. <laughs> uh, to get to the Comic time. <laughs> so we, but we made it on time and we looked great.
2: Yeah, you did.
1: Um, <laughs> <Yeah>, uh, <laughs> So yeah, uh, How did I get along I sent a Facebook message and just said, I'm interested, I want to come, here are my photos of us, here's what we're all about, if this jives with your message, I would love to be a part of this. This is what I can bring to the table. Because I am an educator, I am a teacher, I love to tell people how I do things, or why I do things the way that I do. I do teach two different workshops. One on special effects makeup. I am a special effects makeup artist. I've worked in New Orleans as a special effects makeup artist on TV and at haunted attractions. Uh,
2: how can people so see staff. this?
1: Uh huh. I guess my cosplay at this point. Um, I um, worked on some small indie films, um, some collegiate films, and what? then I work. Where can people for- see that? I don't really know where they are anymore. I can't put oh. them down. <laughs> um, but if you follow in our cosplay, you'll see that like, we do a lot of body paint. I do a lot of special effects makeup, and people always ask me, like, how did you do that? Why is it so well executed? I was like, well, I went to school for it. I do have a four-year collegiate degree in theater, so I'm a little spoiled, and I worked at...
0: You're not high spoiled. High you high high worked career. hard for this.
1: <laughs> That's true.
0: You put in the uh, time <laughs> the so effort.
1: I didn't lose. <laughs> but I, uh, I did work at uh, the Haunted Mortuary and John Lafitte's Haunted Swamp Tour for the season. So that's from the end of September to the beginning of November. And it was a lot of on the hurry up quick, let's do 60 people's makeup in an hour and a half. Like that kind of like quick whipping yeah. up and stuff like new yeah. aesthetics, putting on prosthetics, putting on. Full face paint, putting on bruising and blood and all of it. And so I learned very quickly how to execute techniques that look good in photos because, especially in a haunting fashion, everything's dark. So it's kind of the same thing for cosplay you're doing very close up pictures and videos. Um, you kind of just need to execute the big pieces well. You know what I mean? Like seams, like yeah. gradation. So all of that is really like the core of costly makeup hitting it in the You don't have to be absolutely perfect. You don't have to be perfect enough. And
0: uh And don't mind those people learned. that say, Oh, that's not exactly the way it was in the movie. Ooh. That <laughs> <it> burns me. <laughs> you put so <laughs> much <laughs> effort into mm-hmm. it. I appreciate the effort.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh. That's my that's my personal crutch is that no one is canon unless you're the actor of that planet <laughs> or the voice actor, or you know, you're an actual cartoon. You call me if you're an actual cartoon. <laughs> <laughs> no one is canon. No one, unless you're the actual actor. You can't be like I don't even know. Like you can't be canon for the Lord if you're not sick of that. Get out of here.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> no one's canon. So stop it. Like the whole canon thing is so annoying to me because. And like, yes, I will say I've been like a little puffed up when someone's been like, oh my gosh, you're my canon, so and so. That's actually a really cute comment to give someone. And if you look at them and they look like they popped out of the movie to you, be right. like, you're my, you're my canon. Right. where the canon. Cause that means no one else in all of cosplay land has ever been better than you.
0: <laughs> I Imagine think I think of it
1: weird crown to wear. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I think of it like my karaoke singers. Like I, I get to do a karaoke karaoke show at least every Friday night and there's one or two or five or 10 or 20 singers that sing the same song every Friday night and whenever I hear that song on the radio I don't hear the song on the radio. I, I hear the people that were singing karaoke because they were so good. They're so good, <laughs> so I I, I like it okay, that you
1: can be, you can be super talented. Like it doesn't mean that you're like the end all be all. And I will say, actually, if I can say this, do not give someone a comment at a at a convention because putting down someone else to make if you put down person A to make person B feel good, then it's not a real compliment.
0: Oh no, that's not good. No, we all they have to be together build everybody oh my gosh,
1: I, saw, I saw another, I saw another aerial cosplayer. You're so much better than her. You're the best aerial cosplayer here. Oh. That, that's a, that's a, I've heard it so many times. Well,
0: you know what and I imagine? I imagine they told that other Ariel the same thing when they were talking to them.
1: Well, it's not even that. It's that like, when I think about it, I'm like, I feel so bad. Yeah. Because that other aerial cosplayer is, I was so excited to see her. I'm so, I'm excited when I see other people doing the same cosplay as me. I know it's kind of a weird thing. Just some people are like, "Oh my gosh, we wanted the same thing." I'm like, "Oh my gosh, you love this character too? What's your favorite song? What's your favorite thing? What's your like? I want to know everything about them. Like, what do they love about this character? Like, why have we? Conne- it's like a very weird connection to have with someone. Like, you love this character so much that you become this character for a day. Oh yeah, me too. Oh yeah,
0: <laughs> my fourteen-year-old daughter dressed yeah. like Dipper and saw another girl in a Dipper hat and and just ran to her. Look at you, we're yeah. Dippers, two girl Dippers, in fact. You know, so that was fantastic. Oh. Yeah, yeah, such a good time. All right, I encourage cosplayers, and I, I encourage you to go to your local comic con and find the be in the cosplay community. You're in, in Mississippi. Is there a good cosplay community? Are you pretty tight? You you get together every once in a while?
1: We're good. I mean, our local community is there's a few. Right. And we do have a lot of like youngsters in the community, which I'm excited about because there really is, you know, they're early teens and this is something that they lean to something that they enjoy doing. And so I'm happy that I get to be kind of a part of that. You know, some of them have amazing skill in sewing. Some of them have amazing skill in wig styling. So being a part of this community locally, while it's still very small, everyone knows everyone because oh, we're so small.
0: The children are <laughs> our future. And JJ, does yeah. he get involved with the, with the other kids?
1: So because, well, he's only 10. Yes. And so most of the other young people are in the early teens. Okay so I think over the next year or so progress
2: over 18 years, it's weird to
1: think about stop growing.
2: <laughs>
1: you know, I feel like as he gets older, he's actually shown a lot of interest in helping build and helping assemble and helping paint our costumes. And so I think as he gets more involved in the technical process mm-hmm. and not just putting on the costume that mom made <laughs> and running around. Um I think that that connection with other cosplayers, there are certain cosplayers that he totally loved because he sat with them. There's whole, like, I'm sure there's probably a handful of players that are like, yeah, no, I spent, I remember that cosplay, like, that whole convention because JJ, like, spent the whole day with me because he'll run off. He'll be like, hey, mom, I'm hanging out with so and so. I'm like, I know your handle. I know your first and last name. Give me your phone number. And they'll <laughs> go to like the gaming room. I was, like, I don't want to sit in the gaming room for a whole convention. And some people are like, dude, I hung out with your kid for like a whole day. He's so cool. And I'm like, he has the best day with you. Yeah. And that's the cool part about a convention is because they're in kind of an enclosed area and it's people that I know or know of, or have friends that know so-and-so because in the South, everyone knows everyone. Oh yeah. Um, uh, <laughs> Like I'm sure I know someone that knows you or I know your grandma, or my grandma knows your grandma.
0: <laughs> I find that more you know? and more every day. I talked to uh, some. <laughs> I, I talked to a singer in uh, where was she? Oh, she was in. Oh my goodness, in Oklahoma, and she knew some singers in Nashville that I knew, and 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 they knew some singers in Ohio that I knew, and it just it, it, yeah, it just keeps it. This this <laughs> world is so small, and social media is making it even smaller. So
1: it truly is.
0: Yeah. And, and, and I mean, yeah, go ahead.
1: <laughs> no, I mean, I was, I was going to make a joke. If you've ever tried the seven degrees heaven bacon, there's a website for it.
0: Oh, for sure. For sure. There's probably seven degrees of la. Blah, blah. I'm sure of it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I honestly hope there is. I want to
0: start it right now. No. <laughs>
1: it said right now. So, um, but no, Um I really enjoyed it. It really has been something that, we both like me and my son both enjoy and we're both blessed that like my husband is supportive and you know, I can tell him like, Hey, today is a cosplay day. I'm going (laughs) to be in the studio. I'm going to be working. So like don't expect me to participate in real life.
0: Yeah. Moms and dads, (laughs) if you're looking for something to get to uh, get together with your kids and do, why not uh, get in a costume, uh, dress up like a a superhero and go off to a comic con?
1: Yeah, not everyone has to buy their costume.
0: Oh yeah. Or make
1: their costume. Like you don't have to spend hours slaving over whatever. Like go buy it online. Don't dress up as like the whole like Ash and Misty and Pikachu and Togepi. Like, go dress up, go buy your costume and spirit and have a great time. Oh yeah. Because you will have so much fun running around in costumes with your kids and just letting go and being a nerd for a day. There's so many people that I've met where they're like, "This is my first time playing and I can't help but give them a hug. I'm a hugger,
2: yeah, so y'all yeah. make
1: sure. Like, I will say in general, ask before you hug. Be like, "Hey, is it okay if I hug you?" I actually ask that when I take pictures with people. If I put my arm on their shoulder, I go, "Hey, is it okay if I put my arm on your shoulder?" Just because, especially in our culture that we have right now, like physical connection is very touchy. It's a very tense subject. So I try to make sure that I give people the opportunity to tell me, "No, you can't touch me," because yes. it is very real, and especially in the cosplay community, where like I might be dressed up by like your favorite character, but that doesn't mean I am your favorite character.
2: Right.
0: There are rules to, like, to in the in the cosplay community uh, of the touching. Please ask. Please ask first. Yes.
1: Just ask. Just ask. Hey, can I take a picture with you? Is it okay if I put my arm around you? May I have a hug? Can I is. hug you?
0: Chances are and, like, the answers are going to be yes, <laughs> but uh, yes, there are those people. They they, they, they Cosplayers, there are some that are very shy, very introverted. We talked about that before, and sometimes the only way they can yeah. get out is Instagram, but every once in a while, they might break out of their shell and have their friends say, hey, let's go to this Comic-Con. It's only 20 minutes away. Let's go do this. I know that you're scared to go outside, and, and yeah, you we'll might be the first interaction.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah. You might be the first yeah. interaction with them. All right. Sure. <laughs> I've taken a lot of your time, taken a lot of time away from your family, and you've given me a lot of information, a lot of great information about social media <laughs> and cosplaying and, and what you do out there in the Mississippi area, the Jackson, Mississippi area. Give the people one more time your social media links and how to get a hold of you and Ooh. the magical cosplay that you do. <laughs> All right. So
2: you're looking for
1: me on Instagram. You can find me for my contact the letter J, the letter N, the letter L, underscore adventures. That's lala adventures.
2: And you can find
1: my princess company, We're Magically Perfect, LLC, like Mary Poppins, practically perfect, but we're magically perfect. And I'm my personal account, Lala Toontown. Or if you're looking for what I'm doing at my work, it's Shop North Park, MS.
0: All right, let's finish up with the uh, last words for the people. You get the last words. It Ooh, could be something that you live words. by. It could be something you live by. <laughs> words uh, of wisdom, or just something that pops into your head. La la, Laura. Words. Pe- last words for the people.
1: <laughs> okay. Um, last words for the people. Be kind to one another. Be supportive everything that anyone puts out in the world is something that they had to take a risk and go a in and say, gosh, I really hope people like this. So be the person that makes them happy that they did that. Be the person that makes them feel like their efforts were worth it. Be the joy you want to see in the world.
0: there you have it, party people. Laura, I mean, Lala. I just found out after the podcast was over that she's coming back to Arkansas for the Heroes and Angels. So, party people, if you're in the Arkansas area or if you're in any area, I encourage you to check out the Heroes and Angels. That's going to be on June 6th right here in central Arkansas. I don't know exactly where it's at, but I'm sure if you look up on your Facebook, Heroes and Angels, in arkansas june 6th be there you'll find out the location ah party people i get to see lala again and she's bringing a special guest now not just jj yes jj is always at her side doing the cosplay with her that's great that she does a mother-son cosplay but she's also bringing a special guest so yes the excitement continues we're gonna see laura i mean lala here in arkansas all right party people. Thank you so much, Lala, for telling your story, or at least a big part of your story, right here on the program. I look forward to talking to you again. If you'd like to tell your story, yes, this time I'm talking to you, you, the listener. If you'd like to tell your story, everybody has a story. I encourage you to give me a call at 501-470-6386 or email info at radio what.com That's it for me. It's Keys Dan, radiowhat.com, djlittlerock.com. Peace. I'm out of here. If you like what you hear, follow What Makes You Famous social media. Use the hashtag What Makes You Famous. Follow on Facebook at What Makes You Famous. Follow on Instagram at What Makes You Famous. Follow on Twitter at Makes Famous. And follow on YouTube at KeysDan. Leave What Makes You Famous podcast a review and subscribe. Forward slash Keys Dan. Email info at radio what dot com. What makes you famous podcast is a production of Keys Dan Enterprises Incorporated at Keysdan.com. Thank you for listening. Radio What? The music you want with some great, great quotes. Happiness is a choice that requires effort at times. Escalus the music you want, radio what.com. Hey, Keys Dan. Whatcha doing? My line. I'm playing the best music by request. 24 hours a day. Click on the request tab at the top of RadioWhat.com.
1: RadioWhat.com.